The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. just around the corner wanted to get into some spooky stuff with you this afternoon talking about some hauntings and paranormal activity we want to start this afternoon with Nadine Bailey she is uh, is the human uh, behind Edmonton ghost tours and for over a decade now she has been leading tours through different parts of the city really uh, showcasing some of the uh, epic um, stories regarding hauntings in this community. Hey Nadine, welcome back to the show. Hey, how's it going? Hi. I'm I'm doing really really well. Um things uh, coming along this well. I already saw the schedule. It looks like it's been busy. Some of the tours already sold out. Um and you know, despite COVID, people wanting to get out and do things, and I guess it's probably a good thing because it's outside. It is actually, um, you know, normally we usually operate 11 different tours now. We've really grown over the years. But unfortunately, because of COVID, there's a lot of the tours that we can't do. But thankfully, Mm. there are tours that we still can do. And two of those tours are the very popular ones. We've got the ghost tours in Old Strathcona on White Avenue. And we've got the U of A History and Haunted Walk at the U of A campus. Now, the great thing is that they're both all outside. They're all walking, and there's lots of space for social distancing. So it's been a it's been a good relief for people to get outside and be able to do something. Yeah, and you can make room for the ghosts as well, Nadine. <laughs> exactly. Let's talk about let's all talk about old. St- <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about old Strathcona. And I mean, I think um, for you know, especially if someone's just tuning in, maybe they're new to Edmonton. They're like, what, what are you talking about? A haunted history in Edmonton, but Edmonton does quite have a a haunted past, doesn't it? It does. I mean, you know, our our history goes back, you know, a good good 130 years or so, but it goes back even further than that, of course, because this land was occupied, of course, by by the wonderful uh, First Nations, Aboriginal community that that were, of course, for this was their land. And but the history of the stories for the the old city of of Strathcona and the original city of Edmonton, you know, we, that, go, that goes back to, you know, the, the late 1880s, 1890 area. And, you know, the history, the stories, they're just phenomenal. There's so many great histories, murders, mysteries, ghost stories that do encapsulate the Edmonton area. I don't want you to give them all away because I certainly want people to check out uh, the ghost tours. But when it comes to, um, old, I'm going to ask you about Old Strathcona and then specifically White Avenue. So in Old Strathcona, so something off of White Avenue, is there a story there that, that for you, you go, oh my gosh, that one's quite something else? You mean off White Avenue? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the stories that we start the tour with is we start at the Walterdale Theater. Now, the Walterdale Playhouse, you know, used to be an old fire hall back in the early 1900s. It was one of the first volunteer fire halls in the day. And they've had many, many stories over the years, and they believe they have their own ghost, and they name him Walter. Uh, Walter is often seen walking throughout the back hallways, up and down the side staircase, 
moving objects, moving props uh, from out the building. Staff often say that when they're upstairs, you know, on that top floor where the, um, the makeup room is, Actors will often have those big cases containing all their theatrical makeup just slide from one side of the counter all the way to the other end of the room. And, of course, they always believe that it's just Walter, you know, their friendly ghost still wandering throughout his old playhouse, or his old fire hall still to this day. Yeah, yeah, interesting stuff. What is, isn't there a school over there? It's an empty school um, that is believed to be haunted as well. Well, there's a couple of schools in that area, actually. Um, we have uh, the one that I talk about on the tour is we talk about the old Strathcona Hotel, now, or sorry, the old Strath, the Strathcona High School. And that's a still, so it's still an academic high school to this day. And they have their own ghost story as well. A uh, former workman who worked on the building of, uh, of the Strathcona High School when it was being constructed in the early 1900s. He was actually died mysteriously, and it's believed that he was buried by one of his foremen to cover up his death at the construction site. And his his spirit still roams throughout that that, um, high school to this day. You know, Nadine, what is it about scary stories and about ghost stories do you think people like so much? Uh, you know, I think people just want to hear a good story. At the end of the day, they like being entertained. They they like hearing something different. And whether you believe or you don't believe, that's okay. At the end of the day, it's, it's all, for me, it's about the storytelling. It's taking a story and bringing it to life. You know, we mm-hmm. talk a lot about the history of the area, some of the great fun facts, uh, some of the historical folklore. But then we also throw in the ghosts, the murders, the mysteries, you know, the chopped up bodies. We, we put it all in there. And so, at the end of the day, it's, it's just, it's meant to be a fun evening of entertainment. <laughs> so, Nadine, where do you find these stories? I mean, do people come to you and, and tell you about them? Um, have they been, you know, I'm, I'm guessing some of them have written down, you know, over, over the years as well. Where, where do you find out about them? Well, you know, originally when I started the tours, you know, I just did the old-fashioned, going to the archives, going through all the old newspapers, and just doing the, doing the research, doing the work. And then over the years, the great thing that happened is, you know, as the, the tours grew and, and the reputation grew, people would just come on my tour and they would just tell me things. They'd be like, hey, I, I work here or I live here or I used to work there. And that's how they would tell me their stories, their firsthand accounts. So the stories would grow and grow and grow. And mm-hmm. so right now, I mean, I've got probably about 300 original ghost stories from all around wow. Alberta that I've collected because I've slowly been writing them down. I've been sharing them over the years uh, with other people. I've been putting them in. We've been putting them into different books. Um, other people have been using my stories. Um, so it's one of those things where the stories just come to me now. People come and they tell me their stories. Last night on the tour, I got two new original stories about two buildings that I passed that I didn't even know about. Really? So now I'll do the research over the winter time and I'll add those to the tour next year. Okay, well, let's talk about White Avenue because I think that <laughs> I think on White Avenue some people just might be seeing double, um, but but I think you know that there there's a lot of stories in there and a lot of the buildings as well, isn't there? There are, you know, um, White Avenue is such a popular location for the tour. It can be noisy sometimes. It's a pretty unique, uh-huh. eclectic area. 
but over the years i mean i've 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 probably talked about every building on white avenue over the years so it's really hard to choose which ones i'm going to talk about each season but you know one of my most favorite stories one of the most popular stories that i originally discovered and wrote about you know close to 20 years ago i was the one that you know discovered this story about this ghost was the princess deer Uh, The Princess Theater, originally built in 1915, one of the grandest theaters of its time, but they have their own ghost, aptly named the Woman in White. (laughs) Now, the story of the Woman in White goes back to a woman that was jilted at the altar. She was an unwed mother. She had gotten pregnant, uh, and the fiancé was going to marry her. Because you're talking in the early 1900s, it was a scandal not to be married and be pregnant. But he, three days before the wedding happened, he ran. He called off the wedding. He left town. He abandoned this young lady. Now, she was devastated, completely heartbroken, didn't know what to do. She had no family in town. So she actually was staying on the third floor of the Princess Theater in one of the old rooming houses. She went to her rooming house that day when, when the fiancé abandoned her. She put on her white wedding dress that she was supposed to wear in three more days. And sadly, she actually hung herself in that bedroom. But Mm. what makes that story even sadder is the fact that her body wasn't discovered until 15 days later. Oh, my gosh. I know. And now today, of course, that building's still a theater, and it's her spirit that's still seen wandering throughout the theater. (laughs) Staff often see the apparition of the woman in white wandering around the central lobby, up and down the grand staircase, and actually hovering above their projection room. What is it? Okay, you're giving me goosies here, Nadine. What What is it about school? What is it about schools and and theaters? Do you think um, we oftentimes a lot of these stories we hear about schools and theaters? Is is there something there? You know, I think that they just have a rich history. I mean, you know, mm. our, our schools go back, you know, a hundred so years. So yeah. you've got such a great, rich history of many people that have worked there and attended those schools. Even with theaters, they go, they go, they have such a long history. You know, there's always things that happen. There's, there's deaths, there's accidents, there's murders, and sometimes a lot of these things are linked to these schools, these, these theaters, and. And, you know, whether it's, it's you know, the wind blowing or the creaking of the hardwood floor, there's always those sounds and weird things that happen. And, and sometimes people say, oh, you know, it's just the wind. But sometimes people say, oh, well, it's, it's the ghost that happened here 20 years ago. And that's how these legends, these stories just live on. And there, yeah, and you know what? I think about the stories from the U of A. Um, you know, there's been lots of stories out of the University of Alberta as well. What about the, the high-level bridge? Oh, such a great bridge. Well, you know, we usually talk about the high-level bridge when, when I do the trolley tours, but sadly we can't do them this year because of COVID. But yeah. when we do do the trolley tours, we do talk about some great uh, stories on the high-level bridge. One of the ones that we talk about are the ghosts, the spirits that are still roaming throughout that high-level bridge from the original construction days. Now, when the high-level bridge was originally being constructed, one of the construction men actually fell off the bridge and into the concrete uh, baluster that was being constructed at that time, fell right inside of it. 
Now, people just assume, the workers at the time just assumed that he had died inside that cement block from the death since it was such a high distance. But nobody ever went in to that concrete leg of the, of the bridge to find yeah. out if he was dead or alive. They waited for one day. They never heard anybody calling out. And they just continued to pour the cement into that concrete block. It was believed that the man, of course, was survived that fall and that he was literally buried alive inside that concrete block of the high-level bridge. And to this day, that, uh, over the years, people have said that when they're walking on the bridge, they can often hear the sounds coming from that area as if there's somebody calling out from that cement ledge. And everyone believes that it's just the original construction worker who died during yeah. the high-level bridge being constructed. Man, oh man. All right, Nadine, I know you have hundreds of stories and um, I, I want to make sure that we, we leave a lot for, for one of your ghost tours. If people want to sign up, is it just the easiest thing to do, edmontonghosttours.com? Exactly. Head to the website uh, and once you find a date that you like, you just book through Eventbrite. <laughs> um, tonight, the next three nights are all sold out, actually. The only space that's left is the 5 o'clock shows on Friday and Saturday and the U of A has some spots left as well. We're going to be doing tours again Sunday, Monday, and we're going to be trying to put some stuff on over the winter periods because I think people are still want to going to want to get outside anyway. So just keep checking the website. It sounds great, Nadine. Thank you for this. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Happy Halloween. Yeah, you. Yeah, you too. Nadine Bailey from Edmonton Ghost Tours joining us. Yeah, if you've ever spent any time, and there's books um, that have been put out, certainly, uh, about the, uh, well, haunted hospitals. And actually, our next guest works on a TV series called Haunted Hospitals. Uh, but like the Campsell, right? I mean, there's all sorts of stories uh, around, uh, around that. I mean, when you talk about... Um, uh, the Fairmont McDonald downtown. There's talks uh, talk about the horses that you can hear in the hallways and the and the story behind that. If you've been to, isn't it uh, the Fairmont out in Banff? Um, the, the 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 haunting there. Now I know some of you are probably sitting there going, "Come on, nah," and, and just rolling uh, your eyes. But I've always been fascinated by this stuff, and maybe it's because of you know a couple uh, you know experiences. Um, you know, sometimes if you, if you have an experience, sometimes you're a little bit more willing to believe or, or open your eye up to it. Um, or maybe if there's someone in your, your family who is, um, uh, you know, more open to having experiences like this, you, you start to see it in a bit of a different light.